Hey guys, welcome to Two Bookworms. One podcast. The book club podcast where two best friends talk about books. I'm Cameron. And I'm Lacey. And it's a special talkie-sode. It's normally our talkie-sode where we like talk about stuff, but as we've (laughs) discussed lately, it's really hard to come up with things because we've pretty much talked about like every genre or different themes but um this episode actually came pretty easy to us and we'll tell yes. you why after we do our stuff in sweet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so Lacey, what's your suck for the week so my suck has been really busy at work and it's only tuesday <laughs> it's only what tuesday oh so yeah you got called in so was that like overtime uh no because i'm not paid hourly I am uh, salary, so they can pretty much I mean, work me like however they want. She basically hopped on here as soon as she got out of work, and it's like 940. Yeah, yeah. But to be fair, this oh. is not often, and, you know, we okay. get summers, like, pretty much completely off because there's nothing to do, so it's a okay. give and take. But, like, how much longer is this going to last? Just probably for another week or two. This okay. time of year, like the end of the school year and the beginning of the school year, are always my busiest times of the year. Mm. Why the end? Um, well, you probably, you can tell me later. You don't have to get into it right now. I, I forgot. Mean, listeners might want to know. You know. Yeah, no. It's I don't want you to get in trouble. I'm not going to get in trouble. Okay. So I don't have to give specifics. We just have time frames. We have a 30-day window time frame for everything that we do. So. Oh, I got you. Okay. Right. So we try and push everything through before that 30 days hits. Because otherwise then it's like you can't do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I got you. Okay. That makes sense. Well, that, uh, that sucks. And especially since it's not overtime. I'm really excited yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like um, I said, give and take. Yeah. Give and take. Well, it's almost over. Just hang in there. Yes. <laughs> uh, my suck is so first this is not my suck. Lacey and I went to the casino over the weekend. So we live in Texas, but we live pretty, we live close enough to the Oklahoma border that we can cross it where the casinos are. Cause you know, gambling's illegal in Texas, but not in Oklahoma on the Indian reservations. So there's two fairly close to where we live. And we went to one and my suck is that I did not hit it big. <laughs> So I did not quit my job. Those dreams went up in smoke. We did not win the jackpot. No. Uh, no. But we had fun. It yeah, was a we lot did. of fun. And um, it was crazy to be, like, out with people because it was crowded. I felt, even though I have the vaccine, I felt very unsafe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just because this whole year, I mean, has been so anxiety-driven and it's all about safety. And now that right. – you know, we're doing these things again. There's still some deep rooted anxiety. I mean, we've been through it this year. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's new strains developing and those yeah. numbers are starting to rise as well. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, just puts you on edge. Yes. And the whole freaking, well, it's not the whole freaking reason, but one of the reasons we went is because we had these free buffet coupons. And we had a name of you. And it was like a fucking three hour wait to get in the damn buffet. So that was some bullshit because, you know, when I started losing money, I was like, well, I'm going to make my money back with this buffet. No, no, <laughs> we had to go pay to for our food. <laughs> but we did have some really good fish and chips. We did. It was really cool. So the casino had like it set up like different countries. And of course, the fish and chips pub was in London. Um, So that was fun. It was fun going. Lacey and I might have a girl's trip and go because I still have a coupon for a free hotel stay. And buffet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can go there on a weekday and we can get into the damn thing. Listen, if we go and that food is not fucking good, I don't, I'm going to do something. I don't I know. know if it is. I, can, I can't tell you if it is good or not because I haven't been to anything but the breakfast. I, I know the breakfast is good, but. Man, that just really burns me out. Okay, well, what's your sweet for the week? <laughs> My sweet is that I have not been excited. <laughs> About a series like this oh. in quite a while. Okay, like, let's it's come back. It's been to this a week. while. Yeah. Okay. 
So my sweet, this is so stupid. <laughs> my sweet is that I got an anklet. <laughs> like, is it T90 again? Um, I actually told one of my friends, I was like, hey, yeah, I think I'm going to get an anklet. And she's like, is it the 90s? And I'm like, bitch, it might be. Anklets <laughs> are so cute. Thank you. I think that. they are cute. And, like, I think I used to wear one in, like, middle school. But I don't know. I just got this, like, sudden urge that I really wanted one. Um, so I went and sold. You had, like, two trash bags full of clothes because Steve made me clean out my closet because – I kept buying hangers, and he was like, stop fucking buying new hangers and get rid of your clothes so you can put all your clothes up. So I got rid of a lot of stuff, um, and I took those two bags to, like, a resale shop. And the first place I went to, I'm not going to drag – I'm not going to say their name on here, but they fucking suck because, like, they don't have plus sizes. And so I'm like, hey, I got two trash bags here. Like, this is gonna, this is gonna help you. They didn't want, they took like nine things. Oh. And gave me $25. I mean, I wasn't mad about the $25. I'm mad that they have like such a small selection. Right. And I went in there with a lot of like business attire and like name brand shit. It was like J. Crew or, I mean, I have stuff from all over and they didn't want any of it. Granted, some of it was worn out and I debated on putting it in the Goodwill, but I was like, well, let me at least try and then I'll throw it in Goodwill. It what they don't. So then I went to the second place um, that they don't specialize in plus size, but they advertise that they like have an array of sizes Mm -hmm. and they took almost everything. Like there's hardly anything left. That's good. Yeah. So I took all the money I made from selling my clothes and got an anklet (laughs) (laughs) and I've just been wearing it. And like, I feel like hot shit. It's like hot girl summer with my little Does it jingle? So you'd like swing your ankle every now and then, you know? So, it has two charms. I got it from James Avery, which I didn't even know they had implants, but they do. And then you can put any of their charms that they have. They have little charms that are like mini charms that I was like, oh, those are perfect for an anklet. See, and like, if James Avery makes it, then it's not for the 90s. It, it, thank you. Well, okay. Here's the other thing. If you don't know what James Avery is, listeners, it's a, it's a Southern thing. Like when I moved to Colorado, there were no James Avery's up there. We finally got one inside of the Dillard's. And I think I was the only person that ever shopped there. So James Avery is like a jewelry maker. They're from like Southern Texas called Kerrville. And the big thing, like everyone in the South has a charm bracelet and you like buy charms and add to it, but they make rings. So like in middle school and high school, you weren't shit if you didn't have like some James Avery. I mean, am I right, Lacey? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, James Avery is a big thing down here. So I had gone to get, I took some of my casino money and I got a ring and some earrings. And then that's when I saw the anklet and I was like, man, I really want that freaking anklet. So I just picked out two charms. I picked out a star and then like a little color bead. So it does kind of jingle when I walk. Mm-hmm. I know. And I really wanted it because I'm going to the, I'm going to Galveston next month and I was like, I really want to wear an anklet on the beach and just have hot girl summer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Need a toe ring too. <laughs> That's what Steve said when I showed him. He's like, "You gonna go get your toe ring out?" And I was like, "Yes, yes, I am." I might have a toe ring. Shit, I remember I used to wear toe rings. My mom was like really into toe rings. Anyways, enough about my anklet. Uh, it's on my Instagram if you want to go see it. So, Lacey, you're sweet. Go ahead and elaborate. I'm just. I just I haven't loved a series like this in a while. Like, I love series. Like, I, standalone books are okay. But I like to become attached mm-hmm. to characters and a storyline in a whole set of books because it just keeps me busy for a while. Like, yeah. I'm one of those people that I cannot get bored or I go crazy. Yeah. And you and become just, more invested in them when yeah. you have their story developing over, like, several books. Like, Harry Potter, I mean... You grow with him right. from a exactly. child to an adult. Exactly. You have much more emotion invested mm-hmm. in these books. And a Court of Thorns and Roses series mm-hmm. <laughs> has been fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so if you missed last week's episode, that was Lacey's book pick was A Court of Thorns and Roses. And one of our listeners asked, I cannot remember who it is, I'm sorry. She was like, oh, are you going to, like, 
uh, do all the books. And I was like, mm. and this was before I had read it. I was like, no, probably not. I was like, I'm sure that we'll read them and talk about them, but we're not going to have like an episode focused on them just because, you know, we like to mix it up and do all kinds of different genres to kind of get everyone, you know, everyone likes different things and you don't want to do the same thing. But then, but then, so we, but read, then we read the first book and I thought it was great. I loved it. But then I started the second, the second. book. The second book of it's so it's called A Court of Mist and Fury. If you haven't caught on now, this talkie soda is going to be all about A Court of Mist and Fury because it is so much better than A Court of Thorns and Roses. And like A Court of Thorns, Thorns and Roses was good, but this okay. book, but this is better. Oh my god, I gave it yeah. five stars. Yeah, I did too. Like I gave oh. the first one four because I couldn't give it four point five, but this one got a five easily. Oh my god, at easily. first of all, I can't believe we read. A 600-page book in a week. Yeah, like, I did. In time to talk about it on this next episode. Like, <laughs> I could not stop fucking reading it. It was... Oh, my God. It was so incredible. Okay, so do we want to do our questions, or do we want to just talk about it? Like, how do you want to... I say we just talk about it, because... Okay. I mean, it's not officially... A one pick. Right. Okay. But this fucking book... <laughs> So, yeah, if you, okay, uh, Thais, who is at Ink and Paper Hearts on Instagram, she read the first one and I read her review on our last episode. And, um, when I finished the second one, I messaged her and I was like, oh my God, have you started it yet? And she was like, no, I probably will eventually. And I was like, girl, you need to read it. And she was like, oh my God. She's like, you and my friend keep hounding me. And she sent me this funny video of someone like chasing a girl telling her to read it and I'm like read it because it's so much but she was if you remember from her review I think she gave it three stars a court of thorns so she was just like okay with it but I'm like uh this next one is amazing yes okay what you go first what was so amazing about it what did you love just the fact that I don't know. I just loved all of the relationships developing, and I loved the fact that Pharaoh was just so broken and, you know, in a very bad place after the first book, and mm-hmm. somebody noticed her mm-hmm. and just fucking made her grow into this beautiful, mm-hmm. <laughs> beautiful thing. And it's just, so... I just, just, just Pharaoh and Rhysand's relationship is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it picks up right where the first book ended. So, um, you know, the everything under the mountains over, Amarantha is dead. She goes back to the spring court with Tam Tamlin right. and Lucian. They're planning their wedding. But she's like PTSD. She's having like freaking night terrors. She's throwing up. She's lost so much weight because she throws up every night in the middle of her nightmare. She can't paint because she can't bring herself to Mm-mm. visualize any colors and textures Mm-mm. and that's a big thing for her because she's an artist yes and that was a big theme that you mentioned in the first book is how mm-hmm. she's seeing yeah how she sees everything yes um so this priestess has come in Eonthe Eonth? I don't know Ian? Um, that was not so Lacey and I found this YouTube video where Sarah J Moss gives like all the pronunciations of the characters' names, but that one was not in there, so I don't know how to say her name. I don't either. She's a priestess. She's a fucking bitch, but she has manipulated Tamlin to where Tamlin thinks she's like the shit. At first, it's kind of innocent because she's like helping Feyre plan the wedding, and but she, but the priestess is kind of doing all the planning, and Feyre doesn't really care, and she's having doubts about the wedding because she's like. She feels broken, and she, Tamlin just basically wants to lock her up to protect her. He won't and let her go anywhere. And he's gone all the time. He's gone all the time. He won't let her do anything. And he takes Lucian with him, so she mm-hmm. doesn't even have a friend there to talk to besides mm-hmm. this priestess who just wants to plan the wedding. And Farah's like, I basically broke apart my whole world to save you from her, and you she kind of starts realizing you have done nothing for me. And she's like, I am a bad bitch. And like, you're not letting me grow. And so 
of the fucking wedding scene. Oh my God, it's the best. She's like walking down the aisle in her wedding dress to Tamlin. And in her mind, she's like, no, 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 I can't do this. Like I'm about to have to break his heart in front of all these people because I'm not ready. I'm broken and I can't do this to him and have him marry someone that's broken. Like she had good intentions, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And guess what? Reese shows up. Shows up in the most dramatic fashion. And he's like, Sarah, darling, it's time for me to call in my bargain that you made with me under the mountain where you have to spend a week with me every month. And it had been like three months. So everyone was kind of wondering, like they all know about the bargain. She obviously had to kill him. She has this huge tattoo on her arm. And they're like, wow, it's really weird that he hasn't called that in. Like, I figured he would do that immediately. So they kind of are like, well, maybe, like, something happened or he forgot or whatever. But no, he shows up at her wedding. And uh, he's like, yeah, it's time for me to call in my bargain. So it kind of, like, doesn't make Pharaoh look like she was about to call off their mm-hmm. wedding. Tamlin's just like, oh, you know, this happened, so whatever. So she goes with Freesand to the night court. But she only stays in his palace atop the mountain. Um, and she's like, why would you do that? And he's like, I heard you asking for help. So I came to help you. You're welcome. You can say thank you. And she's so mean to him. And he's like, you know what we're going to do this week that you have to stay with me? We're going to teach you how to read. Like, why didn't Tamlin do that in the three months yeah. she was sitting yeah. there? So a yeah, few Tamlin months. just wanted to keep her as a caged little bird yes. instead of letting her fly. Exactly. So she's doing her week for a few months. And when she goes back to the spring court, she's kind of like realizing, wow, I'm really miserable here. And they are not doing anything to change it. And I feel like so much better when I'm at the night court. She gained weight while the week she was there. Her and she, does, kind of she does try to tell Tamlin, you know, like I need, we need mm-hmm. to work some things out. And he mm-hmm. just flips out yeah that one night he like blows all the shit up in his study or whatever yeah and i think that was kind of the last straw for her because the next day he gets called away to the border and he lo- remember he locks her in where she can't even like open a yeah, window she, this woman begs this man uh-huh. she be- she begs this man to at least just not even go with him just be allowed out of the house mm-hmm. and he locks her in the house Mm-hmm. And, like, they suspect at this point that she might have powers or more than mm-hmm. one power. And so when this happens, she gets so upset that she just becomes engulfed in darkness in a mm-hmm. mirror of Reese's power. Mm-hmm. And more comes and get her. More again. Yeah. Because Alice freaks out uh-huh. and nobody's here that can stop this because fucking uh-huh. Tamlin's off with Lucian uh-huh. gallivanting in the woods. And so Morgan comes together and Alice is like, take care of her. Like Alice is a G because she's like, yes. you're not, this is not the good place for you. And she's like, you need to go. And I guess she knows more of what happens later. Maybe she suspects. I don't know. So more comes together. Who is Reese's third in command? And his cousin. And his cousin. So she takes her to him and she's like, she is grateful to Reese because she's like, I had to get out of there. Da da da. Um, she, I think she kind of knows there's no going back to the spring court because Tamlin's going to lose his shit when he finds out what happened. Um, so she goes back to the night court and, he Reese leaves her in the palace alone a lot. You find out later why, but she's like, what, like, where are you going? Like, you need to use me. I'm useful. I don't want to just be locked here. This, I can't take that. I'm, you know, my mental state, I need to do something. He's like, listen, if I take you to where I'm going, there's no going back. There's secrets there. Exactly. You can't tell anyone. You can't go back and report to them because at first when she was going for her week, Tamlin and Lucian were grilling her when she got back. What and did she was do? telling she was them there. everything. Why did she tell them everything? Like, everything. Stockholm Syndrome? Too. I don't know. I'm sure she felt a loyalty to them, but, like... But keep some things for yourself. Yeah, yeah. And her mental state was just shattered. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. So he's like, listen, there's no going back. And she's, he's like, if you come see all this, you're not going to be able to go back. And she's like, I already can't go back. So that's fine. So he takes her to Valaris, which is the city of fucking dreams. And 
this place has been, like, untouched from Amarantha uh-huh. and everybody uh-huh. since, like, the dawn of time. Yeah, so, like, even High Lord before Reese had hidden this city away. So everyone has this image of the night court. They were like, Amarantha made her court under the mountain in mirror to Reese's court in the night court. So they're, like, barbaric and they're under the mountain, like, sinful, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of stuff. Doing whatever they want to do, whenever they want to do it, killing people. But little do they know, there's two courts (laughs) under Um, Reese. So the bargain has been the people under the mountain, they keep, they do their thing and they can do whatever they want. He doesn't care. He ha- they, but they don't even know about Valaris. Valaris is hidden. No one can find it. It has wards. If you were to fly over it, you would just see like a mountain. You wouldn't even see a city and he protected it and hid it away. And all of his friends when Amarantha came. So like for 50 years, he didn't see his friends just to protect this city because it's just a normal city with people and children and they're thriving and it's beautiful and it's like this magical place. So she goes there and she's like, Pharaoh's like, Oh my God, like, what is this? And he's like, this is really the night court. Like, this is where I live. This is my home. This is my family. You get to meet Cassian, who is the general of the army. Cassian, Israel and recent are, they're all a little, how do you do that? Illyrians. Illyrian warriors, but Reese is obviously the High Lord, but they're basically brothers because they've, you know, grown up together and then there's these trials together. Then there's Amran, who is the second in command, and she's like we don't really know what she is yet. She's like um a beast from like another dimension that kinda got stuck there. She's yeah, they they explain that there's like these pockets of time that can Kind of crossover, I guess mm-hmm. you would say. And some of these different species got loose, and she's one of them. So she's like the only one of her kind in mm-hmm. this area. And she's area. stuck there. She can't get yeah. But she's stuck in this fey body, but people are fucking terrified of her. And it, it's like his family. And then, like Lacey said, you get to like learn about these characters and. You know, Feyre starts feeling more at home. She's like, wow, this is, this is great. They're in this great place. He, Reese is like, you can do whatever you want. You can go out. If you need to buy something, just bill it to the house, whatever. Well, then they start like suspecting she has powers and come to find out like when every high lord resurrected her, they put a little bit of their power in her. So she has like every power that every high lord has. And, and, she can also, she mentions it a couple of times, she can spin it into kind of a new power to do two at one. Mm-hmm. And, and I think Tamlin kind of suspected it, and that was another reason he kept locking her up. He did, he because like, remember, Lucian had begged to train her in some way because yeah. she asked him to, yeah. and Tamlin still said no. Yes, and Tamlin's like, if these High Lords find out, they're probably going to come kill her, like, they didn't know that they were going to be transferring some of their power to her. And most of them are not going to be cool with that. Um, but Reese is like, listen, they're going to hunt you either way. So why don't we develop this shit and see if we can like get you, get it under Train control. Train you to protect yourself. While <laughs> Even when Favor was human, she and Reese could like contact one another telepathically. But now that she's Faye, it's just like stronger. So they have this bond. She does not understand why. You find out later he understands why. (laughs) Um, So they're training, but he's also like, he thinks a war is coming and he's like, listen, we got to be ahead of this. So we got to like find this book and we got to do this other shit. And she's like, well, I'll help you. And he's like, all right, well, since you're going to help me, I'll pay you or whatever. Am I leaving anything out? She he appoints her the um emissary the emissary of mortals. Yes, you're right, you're right. Um but then they have okay, so this book was like split into two pieces when the original like treaty was made and the wall was built. And part of it went to the human queens and the other part of it went to the summer court, right? Yes. Yeah. Um so they're like, We gotta get those two pieces. 
and they go to the summer court. You get to, it's cool because you get to kind of go to different places and you get to experience that. Mm-hmm. And then the High Lord Tarquin and then they have to go get the other piece of the book. So it's an adventure. It, you know, there's a purpose. That was really I, interesting. And I kind of felt, I understand. Okay. So <laughs> Tarquin really does want to be their friend and yeah. their allies. And they want to be his friend. And I, I get that they didn't want to tell a lot of people their plan because they didn't mm-hmm. want it getting out. But I felt like he would have given it to them. He he would have given it to them yeah. one and two. He could have been a very strong ally, mm-hmm. and now he's been turned into an enemy. Yeah, they stole it. Like <laughs> because they stole this book. They were him. even told Reese. She was like, "Why don't we just ask him?" And he's like, "I can't risk a that he'll say no, and b." that people will hear why I'm getting this book and it will get back to Highburn because Highburn has the cauldron. They've, there's been like some ransacks in different territories and they've pieced together that the original cauldron that have like magical or whatever, they broke off the legs and they hid all the legs in those caves. Well, those were the caves that were ransacked and like people were just massacred. So they're like, listen, Highburn probably already has the cauldron and the only way to stop him is this book. Is this book. So that's why they have to go hunt it. And he doesn't want anyone hearing wind of his plan because then he's like, Highburn's going to like figure out a way to thwart me or whatever. And Highburn wants this cauldron because not only does it have magical powers, but they suspect the king of Highburn wants to bring back what I can't remember. Is Jurian. Jurian. So Which Jurian was no right. He was the human general that was fighting against Highburn the first time. Mm hmm. And he's so like, the one that Amarantha, like, slaughtered after yes. he slaughtered her sister. And she kept, because he was, like, fucking her sister to get information, telling mm-hmm. her he was in love with her and shit. She kept his eyeball on a ring on her finger, and his, like, soul was stuck in it, and his eye would move and watch everything that was going on. She also had his finger bone on her necklace. So they they know that Hybern has those two things, and everyone's like, "There's no way, even with the cauldron, he can't resurrect this dude." Like, and Reese is like, "No, I bet fucking figures out a way." So I got to get this book. Also, they're saying with the cauldron, he can make the wall come down because well, he and she traps Feyre traps that um oh uh, the one that tells the truth, the Fey that tells the truth. She traps so him in the first book too. Oh, the Cyril. Yes, the Cyril. Cyril. Yeah, whatever it's called. <laughs> she traps him, and he's the one that tells Feyre that Jurian can be brought back with yeah. the cauldron. Yeah. Um. So they steal the book. Feyre feels really bad about it because Tarquin seems like a cool dude. Like, his dream, he doesn't want there to be, like, there's kind of a class system in the Fey world and there's like high Fey and then people that are not high Fey are not treated as good. And he's like, I want to have a, I, since I'm the high Lord, I want to have a land where like everyone's equal. And that's kind of like what Reese wants too. And that's what he has in Valaris. So they have like a lot in common and a lot of goals that they want to, you know, work on that are the same, but, Feyre feels so bad because she kind of gets close to Tarquin to figure out where the book is. Not to his knowledge. He thinks she's just like flirting or whatever. She's like, dude, why don't we just ask him? And Reese is like, no. So her and Armin go and steal it. And then they have to work. They have to try to get the queens to get their half, which they have to involve her mortal sisters and cross that wall. Mm-hmm. As a neutral ground for the queens and the Fey to meet on. Because the queens will not come above no. the wall. They will not and listen, I knew some shit was up when those fucking queens winnowed into their house. Yeah, right. Because that's a fey thing. That's a magic. Well, it did say it did say that was part of the treaty that they're able to winnow mm-hmm. in. But they should have known some shit was up. I I mean, I knew something was up with yeah. how resistant they were being. And they were saying no, but this one queen like sneaks it in her dress and gives it to them. So there, she's like, don't trust. She leaves a letter. She's like, don't trust the other one. Oh, because this, it's the six queens, and the sixth queen didn't come. They said she was sick, and she put in her letter, she's not sick. Don't trust them. So they get the book, and then Amarin, the book is also, they think, he can, contains, like, a way for Amarin to get back to her land. Mm-hmm. And she's the only one that can read it because she's, like, so old. 
Well, it's, it's yeah, it's an ancient language that nobody knows, but she thinks she can learn it. Yeah. Yeah, she has to, like, crack it or something. So she's working on that. There is a lot of moving parts. There is a mm-hmm. lot going on. Um, Very much so. kind of doing different things to make sure this plant goes according to plan. All the while, there is some sexual tension between Reese and Feyre, obviously. Very much. Like, they pass these notes to each other it's every so night. And it is so cute. Like, they yeah. flirt back and forth, and it's just it's so much fun. And um, she feels guilty because she's like, she obviously knows she's not going back to the spring court. She knows she doesn't want to be with Tamlin because being with Reese, seeing his friends, seeing how everything works, she's like, this is how things should be. Like, I don't want to go back there. She learned some things about Tamlin. Like, Tamlin's family killed Reese's mom and sister and clipped their wings because Alarians have wings and, like, hung them as a trophy. Like, some bad shit that she did not know about Tamlin. And she's like, that's she didn't know Tamlin was involved because yeah. Tamlin had just told Feyre that Reese killed Reese his was mom. the one that killed his family. Yeah, yeah. but it, it didn't say why. It was in it was Reese's dad who was doing it in retaliation for killing his wife and daughter, which doesn't make it right. But she just learns a lot of things about Tamlin, and she's like, I just yeah, I don't want to go back. So, but she feels guilty because she's like, I was just about to marry this dude. And I can't just, like, jump into bed with Reese or whatever. And I think her and Reese really develop a friendship. And she's like, you know, I like being – but, I mean, he does not baby her. Like, no. in order to figure out if she can work with them, he sends her to this house with this uh, – the weaver who basically, like, steals people's youth by weaving their skin or their hair or some shit. And he's like – He's like, if you really do have all of our powers, you can sense these objects, and this is how you'll be able to sense the book. So you need to go into this house and get the thing that belongs to me. So, And she, like, almost dies doing this. But it's a ring that she gets. And he's like, it was my mother's ring. And she's like, well, thanks for fucking nearly killing me for getting this ring. Here you go. But, he, like, yeah, he does not baby her. Um, but I feel like that is, like, building her. Yeah, her that's what she needed. Strength. Yes. Because just caging her up was breaking her apart even more because she was so locked up during mm-hmm. this time under the mountain. And she's a fighter. Like, she needs to be yes. doing shit. And Cassian is the general. He's teaching her how to fight. Hand to hand. Yeah, hand to hand. He's like, you need to learn how to do this shit. Um, Which, that was my first complaint with the first book, is that there were no freaking swords and knives in her mm-hmm. hand. And I get it in this second one. We yeah. get the swords and knives. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this, so when Reese has to go under the mountain to do any kind of dealings with, what is it, the Hewn City? So that's what they call under the mountain, which is what everyone thinks the night court is like. It, there's like a Yeah, it's, there. His, it's his terror court, so he has to put on an act. And act real nasty and evil like he was acting under the mountain with Amarantha, because that's how everyone thinks he is. They think he's just like, you know ruthless and a murderer and he's not but that's the face he puts on to protect Valaris and his family so she's like well I I can't remember why they said she needed to go with them but um it's because they had to steal that orb from Moore's father to show the mortal queens oh you're right Reese's true intentions to get their half yes they're like, we've heard of your reputation and you're horrible and we're not going to help you. And they're kind of like, hey, what if we should? They were like, we could. Someone was like, we should just show them Valaris. And everyone's like, fucking no, this is our haven. We can't show anyone. So they're like, well, if we show them the orb that shows them the truth, they can see what it's really like without like knowing anything about it. So they're and Favor's like, well, I can go use me and like maybe we can distract them or whatever. Why more because more dad is the steward. She's like, well, I go steal that from my dad. You know, y'all can distract him. And Reese doesn't want her to go. He's like, listen, I'm not trying to be like Tamlin, but the mask that I have to put on when I go there, I don't, I don't want you to see that. Like, that's not me. And she's like, well, I can play the game too or whatever. So they like dress her up as his whore and she goes with him. And that scene, Lacey. Was hot. Oh my God. It's like combustible. (laughs) Oh, geez. So she's like, sitting on his lap and he's like 
grinding on her and rubbing all over her, and then he like and he's like yelling at all these people, but uh-huh. he's like so gentle with her. Uh-huh. And they're communicating the whole time telepathically, and then he's like running his hand between her legs, and it's like wet, and you're like, oh shit. Um, yeah, that was a that was a good scene. Good job, Sam. I did feel like their <laughs> fight after that scene was kind of like unjustified a little bit. Because what I didn't is, see anything really it? wrong. Okay, so remember when she got off the throne, she was passing the steward, and he whispered, I can't remember the phrase he whispered. Oh, he called her whore. Yeah, yeah, something along that lines. And fucking Reese, like, broke, broke both up. of his arms and oh, said he could God. not use a healer. They had, like, a fight when they got back after that. And I felt like it was just unjustified because remember they didn't talk for like two or three days. He disappears for like two or three days until they have the Starlight Festival. And then that's when they talk. Yeah. And also like when he touched her and she was wet, he told her in their mind, he was like, don't worry. It's like, a, it's just a normal reaction. Like, but she was kind of thinking like, yeah, I'm like really into you. And that's not a normal reaction. That's like, because I'm turned on by you. And I guess she maybe wanted to talk about that. And he didn't or something? Like, he kind of shut it down? I think she thought he was grossed out because he kind of, yeah. like, backed away after that. Yeah. But she, like, said some really ugly things to him just because she did, he was hesitant. Yeah. She didn't even ask him why he was or anything uh-huh. like that, you know? It was just, like, oh, just It's really like mean. classic romance novels where they don't fucking communicate. Yeah. And if, like, if they would have just communicated, you could have avoided, like, this whole book. Yeah, if she could have just asked two questions, uh-huh. they could have avoided this whole, like, three-day uh-huh. fight. If she could have been like, hey, I was wet because I'm into you. And he's yeah. like, hey, I'm into you, too. Like, <laughs> It's God. obvious they're into each other. It's no obvious story, right? they're into each other. Oh, my God. It's so frustrating. But, um, yeah, so then, like Lacey said, then, then they talk at the... Starlight Festival, yeah. Starlight Festival, which is a beautiful scene. Like, just seeing it in your mind, you're like, wow, that's amazing. And her dress. And her dress. Oh, my God, it sounded incredible. And, um, why, oh, some, I don't remember what happens, but they have to go hide out at the Alarian camp. So they're waiting on the queens to come back so they can show the proof. Oh, and, and there's you- a tracker on Reese's no. magic. Yes. So they're like, we just need to go hide out there because someone was tracking his magic and um, they had been like shot at with ash arrows or some shit. And so they go hide and then they have to like go somewhere else. And then he and her are alone in this inn and like they go to first base. And she finally accepts like, okay, there's something here between us, like. She, t- I think she tells Reese, all right, let's just, like, be fr- be fuck buddies or whatever. Yeah, she's like, I just want to have fun. And he's I like, just want to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, it's hot girl summer. And Reese, you're fine. Let's go. And so they, he agrees. But that, like, same fucking day, he's shot down with these ash arrows. Oh, shit. That's Steve's got an emergency. Is emergency. your phone going off, too? Yeah. <laughs> Is it an Amber Alert? I turned that shit off on my phone. I don't need to know that shit. What is it? Oh, is it that dude that shot the cop? They still haven't found him? Shit. Anyways, so funny story. Not about the book. I was at a comedy show at the improv, and it was like raining. It was like a flash flood, and the dude is almost closing his set, and everyone's fucking phone goes off like <laughs> And he's like, what the fuck is that? And they're like, it's a flash flood. And he's like, god damn it, y'all like broke. He's like, I can't even finish this joke. I'm I'm just like so discombobulated. It was hilarious. <laughs> he was like, what? And he was from like up north. And he's like, what's a flash flood? And so someone in the audience had to like explain to him what a flash flood was. It was very funny. And I want to say it was in like March or April. So, you know, it's like peak storm season. Anyways. Back to the book. Um, so they're like shot down again and these arrows go through Reese's wings and they are coated in something that basically like binds his Poison. magic. Like Poison. blood bane or something like that. And they take him and she is like, uh-uh. She's like, I'm going to go fucking bust him out. And she does. She like goes and kills those dudes and rescues Reese. Like in hand-to-hand combat. Because she doesn't really have like a 
good control. Like that's how she killed him, right? Yeah, but okay. she she this is when she had trapped the serial and found out like after what, she killed them to right. she needed to heal him. Right, because he, he was not healing. She pulled out all of the yeah. ash arrows, but he was not clotting. And he couldn't use his magic to like winnow out of there or call someone to help. So she goes to trap that and she's like, hey, what can I use? And he tells her what he's like, your blood, because it has the, is it the day or the dawn courts? High Lord has healing powers. And so the cereal's like, give them your blood because that will heal them. And also yeah. there's this flower that will stop the poison. Yeah. And she's, but he makes the mention of give your mate this. And she's like, yeah. wait a minute. And she goes, wait my, a minute. What? My what? <laughs> and I kind of felt like that. Okay. I kind of felt like they were mates because in the first book, it doesn't really explain it. Tamlin talks about his parents were mates and she's like, what's that? And he's like, it kind of sounds to me like in twilight imprinting, like they're your soulmate. You have this connection. They're meant for you. I felt like this probably needed to be touched on a few more times because I, I glazed over it at first. I was like, well, what does that mean? Until Uh they started explaining it. And I was like, Oh, I uh-huh. felt like they could have explained that first. So uh-huh. that way when he said it, you would have been like, oh, my God. And she, okay, so she's like, okay, well, I'm really my mate. Like, I know that's significant, but, like, okay, let me let me save this dude. So she gives him her blood. It works. She gives him the flower. He's healing. He's starting to heal. And she's like, did you know we were mates? And he's like, yeah. And she's fucking pissed. So she takes him back to the camp and she tells more and Cassian, she's like, I need to get the fuck away from him because I am pissed. And cause she's like, Reese, she's like, one of my conditions was like working with you was you promised you would always tell me the truth and not treat me like Tamlin. And you have kept this for me. And I can't like, she's so mad. So more takes her to this like secret cabin they have like up at the top of the mountain. That's like magic. And it'll take, it'll, give you whatever you need, like food, whatever. And, and she's like, I'll, she's like, you stay here and I won't tell Reese where you are just so you can like get some clarity. And she's like, I'll come check on you and bring you supplies and all that mm-hmm. in a few days. But along, along the way, like every now and then Feyre is getting like glimpses and like painting titles in her head mm-hmm. in different intervals of mm-hmm. When they're going along to get this book and everything else yes. that they need to do. Kind of the whole time she's with Reese while she's, like, healing, she yeah. kind of starts getting that pool. Like, she'll be like, oh, my God, this would make a beautiful painting. Like, I can see it now. But she hasn't painted this entire time. But when she's thinking in this cabin, she gets so bored and finds painting supplies that she does start painting. She just starts painting on their fucking walls. Like, like everywhere. Like, this people's cabin like it's all of theirs it's Moore's it's Reese's it's like where they go to chill or whatever and she just starts painting everywhere um so after like five days or something Reese shows up because Moore finally told him where she was I, I think, think no he figured it out he figured it out and I he think said she he went everywhere when Moore came to bring her more supplies she was like you can go ahead and tell him I think she does tell her that you can tell him I don't remember that part. I think he just, because I think I recall that he said he went everywhere that he could think she would take him. And mm-hmm. he had to like fly all the way in because he couldn't, mm-hmm. he couldn't go anywhere near it because mm-hmm. he was being tracked still. And, um, she's like, well, let me go heat you up some food. And he's like, you would give me food. And she's like, okay, you need to tell me like, what's the significance of that? And he's like, well, in the mating ritual, like, when the woman's ready to accept the bond, you present the man food. And she's Usually like, Usually okay. there's a festival or yes. friends. of It's the equivalent of a wedding ceremony, basically. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you need to tell me this whole story. I'll heat this up. I'm not going to give it to you yet, but you need to tell me. So he tells her everything from before he even knew who she was. He was under that mountain with Amarantha. And he says he, he has a dream about Feyre. She's still a human. And he doesn't really understand the significance of it at first, but he starts to kind of get this feeling, whoever this person is that I'm seeing in my dreams, I think is my mate. I think that's what this is. But he hides it from Amarantha because he doesn't want her to know. And then he's sending her images of like the sky and Valaris. And that's something that she would paint 
at her little hut that she lived in was and the this sky. Is like unheard of between a human and a fae because mm-hmm. she was human mm-hmm. still. She was human. Like fae to fae, they can understand, but fae to human, it's like non-existent. So the night when he saved her in the spring court during that Tamlin's little Tamlin Mai or whatever, and those guys were about to like rape her, and he shows up. He, I think he says he knew then. Yeah, because he smelled her. He smelled her and he knew that, well, he saw her, so he knew it was a chick he'd been seeing in his dreams. Mm-hmm. And he's like, holy shit, I think this is my mate. But he was still in a really bad situation with Amarantha. And he's like, I don't want her to know. I don't want her anywhere near this. Like, obviously, he was going to save her because that's his that's his mate. But that's why he didn't tell her anything, nothing. So when she shows up under the mountain, he's like, fuck. But that's also why he makes Tamlin grovel before Reese's feet, because he knows at that point that Feyre is his mate, mm-hmm. and that he's having to live with her and Tamlin hooking up and loving each mm-hmm. other. So and he's like, fuck that, you're going to yep. kiss my feet because you're with my mate. And the reason they had this telepathic bond the whole time is because they're mates. Like, even when she was in that cell, he would send her music to kind of lift her up. He was always trying to help her. Um, you know, he put that that tattoo and deal on bond on her because he wanted, like, to see her. But he's he like, you know, a reason. if she's truly happy and wants to marry Tamlin, I'm going to let that happen. But he said, when you were at your wedding and you were crying out for help, that's why I came and got you is because that's why he didn't fear the three months. He was just going to let it be. But when she was crying out for help and in like agony and he would see her throwing up every night, he's like, no, she's not happy. I need to go rescue her. And he's telling her all of this and she's like crying and he's telling her like how much he loves her. And then she like goes over and hands him the food. And then they get jiggy with it. And then they like for like a week. So apparently when she accepts the bond, it, like, sets this sexual, what do you want to call it, explosion into motion. And he's like, oh, that's the mating bond. Once the bond is accepted, like, it's on, like, Donkey Kong, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's Apparently just they get, like, territorial and, like, feral for a while. Yes. And I'm, like, not trying to be gossipy, but apparently... Reese has a bigger wing than Tamlin. Like, she mentions it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, because they, they kept making this joke that, um. Oh, the wingspan of the wingspan of an Illyrian equates to how big their dick is. And so she was like, out of, out of Cassian and Azriel and Reese, she was like, well, who has the biggest wingspan? <laughs> and so after she sees his, his peen, she's like, well, it must be you. <laughs> that was really funny. I forgot about that. Um, so, yeah, it's just, like, magical. You know, they're fucking mates, and you're like, yes. Oh, my God, yes. Um, but then some shit goes down. Yeah. Quickly. Quickly, mm-hmm. too. So, yeah, they get both halves of the book, and, you know, mm-hmm. Amryn translates it. They figure out they have to go touch the cauldron while Feyre says these three words to be able to destroy it or stop its power. And they also have a plan B that if this doesn't work, that they're just going to, like, winnow out with the cauldron. Mm-hmm. But it does not go either way. <laughs> King Highburn is a bad mofo because he has foreseen this. Mm-hmm. And they go in there and they're it's, like, warded. They can't fucking winnow back out. They can't do anything. They have uh, no magic. She can't. I don't know if she couldn't say the word or it didn't work when she tried to destroy she, the cauldron. So it said when she was trying to do it, when she touched it, she realized that she had to put the book together before she could say the words for it to work. But when you put that book together, it sends out a wave of magic and alerts everybody in the area is how they explained uh, it. Oh. So, they so when she they did were... that, when, yeah, when she do that, when she did that hybrid knew she was there. So I don't think she could get those three words out in time. But... Yeah. <laughs> Cause so she never they saw. take them into the room with the King and he's like, you have, he's like, everything you've done is everything I wanted you to do. Like I've been three steps ahead of y'all. 
and he's talking shit, you know, and they're like, they don't want this war to happen because they don't want, he basically wants it to be like old times. He wants the wall to come down. He wants the he humans wants to be their humans slaves again. Yeah. No one's trading with uh, his country because they fucking hate this dude and his people are suffering and they're standing there and guess who walks out? Fucking Hamlin and Lucian. And Feyre's like, you've been working with them. And the king's like, well, we have a deal. If I return you to Tamlin, he's going to let my army enter through his court because Tamlin's court, the spring court, borders that wall. And that's exactly what he needs. He needs a way in to take down that wall and to take those humans back. And she's like, how could you do this? Like, you're damning all of, like, I used to be a mortal. You're damning all of my people by doing this. And, um... Someone made a reference about, like, um, you know, the story of Troy, Helen of Troy. Mm-hmm. She fell in love with the other dude, and it's they call her the woman that started this war, like the face that launched a thousand ships. Someone makes a reference to that, because basically, over Tamlin. That's what this is, yeah. Yes, Tamlin is doing this just to get her back. But she, you can tell Lucian's kind of like, a bit far, dude. Yeah, Lucian's like, hold on, but mm-hmm. even Favor warns Tamlin before he makes this decision again that if he goes through with separating, because that's also part of the deal, is that it, the king will separate Reese's and Favor's and her bond as bond, well. The mating bond, yes. So she warns Tamlin that if, if he lets Highburn go through with this, that she's going to kill him and his mm-hmm. entire court. And she's and he's like, still... you separate me from my... Oh, well, that's the shocker is because they don't want to tell Tamlin. She's right. like, maybe I can talk some sense into him or something. They don't want to tell Tamlin. But then the king spills the beans. He's like, oh, yeah, they're mates. And Tamlin's like, the fuck? And so she kind of like, if you separate me from my mate, I will slaughter you. And it's also going to release her from the deal that they made where she has to spend a week or whatever. Because... Tamlin thinks they're not really mates. This is just a this is just a thing that Reese yeah, Tam- has planted in her mind. Right, Tamlin's so delusional that mm-hmm. she thinks that he thinks that Reese altered Feyre's mind with his powers, so that mm-hmm. none of this that she believes is actually real. It's yep. all made up. And out comes her sisters, like bound and gagged, and because the queens are there, also you find out those fucking bitch queens. Have been working with Hybern. Oh, we yeah. also left out the attack on Valaris. Before all this, Valaris was attacked by Hybern after they showed the queen that orb where it has Valaris in it. So they're like, shit, how did he find out about it? Well, then when you see the queens walk out, you're like, they've been working with him. And they told him about Valaris. And, and they also killed the queen that gave them the half that book. They slaughtered them. her during that attack. Show her, yeah, during that attack, they have her body and her like eyes plucked out and shit it's brutal um so yeah they told him about that and they're what they get is he said he'll make them immortal with the cauldron and he's like to Mm -hmm. demonstrate that it can't because everyone's like that cannot be done and he's like well to demonstrate it can be done i'm gonna take Feyre's sisters here and put them in and watch them come out as Faye. so you have to like endure this both sisters fucking go in and come out and they survive and they're Faye now so Feyre's like, I'm about to kill all of y'all. Um, so then, you know, they're kind of like wrapping it up. Tamlin needs to go. And he's like, all right, well, go ahead and undo that bond, too. So he like, I think he undoes the the bargain they made because her yes. tattoo goes away. Yep. But, but then she uses one of her powers because she's like, I'm Feyre. I'm the curse breaker. Like, maybe I can break some of his wards so we can winnow out of here. Oh, because Azrael, Azrael had been shot with an arrow to his yep. chest. And, poison. And um, Cassius's wings had been shredded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's like, if I can break this ward and they can winnow out, we'll just leave, and then that way they can start getting healed or whatever. So she, like, erupts this fucking bright light from her body. And, and they she, think, and everybody thinks it's Highburn breaking her Breaking wand. it, yes. And so she wakes up and she's like, when the tattoo goes away, it doesn't, it, Sarah J. Moss played a little trick on us because 
She when did. the tattoo goes away, we think that it worked, that he got rid of the mating bond. He got rid of everything. So when she wakes up from this flashing light, she's like, Tamlin, where am I? Why am I here? What happened? And yeah. he like fucking buys it. Okay. And because the whole Reese is like, no, don't break it. Don't break the bond. Please don't break the mating bond, blah, blah, blah. So when she does that light, it does break the ward. And Reese and everyone winnows out. Favorite is still there. She, and she tells Reese, she's like, take my sisters with you. So Reese takes her sisters. So Tamlin, Lucian, and Feyre, Tamlin's like, come on, I'll take you home. She's like, please, I never thought I would see it again. He tricked me. He did all this to me. Da, 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 da. But Lucian's kind of like, mm-mm. Yeah, he's like, I'm, this isn't, mm. Something's not right. She's not acting right. So she goes back to the spring court. And, you know, everything's like getting back to normal the way she was. But she even tells Tamlin, she's like, listen, it can't be like it was before. He's like, no, we'll talk. We'll, you know, we'll work things out. And then at the very end of the book, she like sends a message to Reese because they're mating bond. Or it, no, Reese was at it his flips point. to Reese's point of view before and, that. Yes. And that's the first time it's ever been someone else's point of view. And Amarin's like, she was she? staying there. She was yeah. still in Valaris. She's like, where's Feyre? We got to go get her. And he's like, no, we can't. She's at, like, she's where she needs to be. And Amarin's like, no, we have to go get her. And then they tell, more tells him like, Hybern broke the mating bond. And Amarin's like, that's impossible. You cannot break a bond like that. And Reese is like, no, you can't. And then it flips back to Feyre and Feyre is like hiding the, ta- there's a new tattoo on her other arm. And they had snuck out to a high priestess the night before and gotten their bond like certified or whatever it was called. Yeah. And, and married, didn't it say? Oh, no, no, no. Married. She got appointed. High as, lady. Yeah, high okay. lady as his equal to the night yeah. court. Because before she married Tamlin, she's like, well, what's my title going to be? And he's like, do you want a title? And she's like, well, if I'm marrying a high lord, doesn't that make me a high lady? And he's like, no, 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 there are no high ladies. Like, that's not a thing. Um, there's a high lord and then, you know, we'll just make you like whatever you want to be. So the fact that Reese made her his equal, like she's the high lady of the night court. So when Reese tells his people that Moore's like, what the fuck? We got to go get her. Like, I have to go get my high lady out of there. Like, yeah, And he's like, no, no, she's our spy from the inside. Yep. And because Tamlin's working with Highburn, it's like perfect. She's going to get all this intel. But Lucian is like, mm-mm-mm. Yeah, Lucian knows something sketch. Yes. He's he like, she's acting like that. And also, we glazed over the fact that once um, Feyre's sister Elaine was turned into a fae, turns out oh, her oh, and Lucian yes. are mates. Yes, because as soon as he sees her as a fae, he like has this look on his face, and he's like, that's my mate. And Feyre's like, good night. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, oh my god, of course it is. And then there's always kind of been something between Nesta and Cassian. Like, when, even when Nesta was human and they were having to go use their house, because Nesta's just a fucking bitch. Yeah. And she's Cassian's like digging it. He's like, he I can take is this. In it. Like, to win it. Yeah. He's liking that sass. And, um, I kind of suspect they might be mates. I too. think so too. I just think they didn't look at each other. Yeah. Something. There's something between them. Um, Oh yeah, that and that's how the book ends. That she's in the spring court as a spy, and at the very end, she like sends a message to Reese through their bond because their bond's fine, and she's like, "I'm safe. I love you," and he likes that the same thing. And you're like, "Oh my god, they are still mates, and they still love each other." <sighs> oh god! Like, all the way up until this, like everybody was commenting on the fact that Reese was giving her, like, crowns to wear. So she was, like, always wearing her mm-hmm. crown. And everybody's like, why are you wearing a crown? You're not, like, royalty or the high mm-hmm. thing or anything. She's like, I don't know. And Reese is just like, well, she looks good in it, doesn't she? Yeah. <laughs> he, like, she turns into a freaking high lady. Because he knew the whole time. He's like, yeah. this is my mate, and I'm going to treat her like the fucking queen that she is. But he was scared to tell her because, you know, of who she thought he was when he had to play his part under the mountain with Amarantha. And, he, you know, he didn't want her to know to protect her. And then 
now that everything under the mountain's done and now he has to try to convince her that's not who he is. I mean, I can see why he would want to keep that. Yeah. From for a while, I can see why he would want to keep that to himself. Yeah. Because if he had told her like, she would have not have been having it. Yeah. It would have not, it would have not she gone would have well. already I think, married Tamlin. She would have been broken mm-hmm. all the way down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even when he picked her up from the wedding and she was fucked up, like, and that was one of the things he told her. He's like, well, when was I supposed to tell you? When you were, like, fucked up after your yeah. wedding, while you were healing. Like, you needed to fix yourself before we bring, like, this into it. So I agree with his decision. Also, I'm in love with him. Yeah, me so too. So he can do no wrong in my yeah, eyes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Steve, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> He's not real. He's in a book. Also, I am yeah. in love with you. <laughs> Ianth, Ianthi, whatever her name is. She's yeah, that like a really bad priestess. Like, she tried to oh, seduce yeah. Reese at one point, and he's like, nay, nay, I see right through you, because she just wants to have, like, a really strong baby. So yeah. I suspect they, Tamlin and Lucian mentioned that things have gone very wrong with the priestess, but they don't explain, yeah. which they're, I think they will in the next book. But I think she might have tried to seduce Tamlin to get a baby from him as well or was success successful and did seduce him. Well, she kind of pieces together when she sees her sister standing there that Iante, whatever has gone to find him because Tamlin would have no clue. Yeah. Knows yeah. She, has sisters, she told, but... she told um, well, she told the King of Highburn everything about her sisters. So yes. She was, so she, the priestess it. sold her out because like while the priestess was, planning their wedding or doing their hair or whatever, she would be like, yeah, tell me about your sisters, you know, da, da, da. So she knew all this stuff about them. Tamlin would have no idea, like, where the fuck. Well, he knows because he's paying for their house and shit, but he wouldn't know all these things about them. And he wouldn't go get them. The priestess sold them out to Hybron. And, in fact, when the sisters come out, Lucian and Tamlin are like, no, 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 no. This was not part of our deal. Like, what the Mm -hmm. fuck are you doing? And the king's like, nope, this is what we're doing. So, yeah, the priestess has now become a villain. And it kind of ends, the book ends there, where she's mm-hmm. figured out that she's a villain. Um, so she's like, I need to go deal with her, too. So, you haven't started the third one? No, I did not start the third one, because if I did, I would not be reading <laughs> next week's book. <laughs> yeah, I'm like halfway through the third one, but I'm going to stop. I have to stop myself tonight to start reading Addie Lurie. If I started it, I wouldn't be able to stop, so I haven't even cracked it yet. And I've got it sitting on my shelf. It's really going to hurt me to not read it tomorrow. Me too. Oh, my God. It's such an amazing series. Um, I went to Barnes & Noble the other day, and there was a sign on it. You know how they put, like, so-and-so recommends this, or Mm -hmm. read this if you love blah, blah, blah. There was a sign on it that said, if you haven't read this series yet, what are you even doing with your life? Exactly. And I'm like, yes, but these books have been out for years. Like, how did we not know about this? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Which, I will say again, it has been in the YA section in a very many shops, and this is Mm -hmm. very much not a young adult book. It is not a young adult book. No, 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 no. Maybe that's why, because we saw it and thought it was young adult, and we were like, eh. Not, you know, I'm not really interested in that. But it's not it's not young adult. It's such no. a good freaking series. Oh, my God. If it is very, it, there's very many sexual references and scenes mm-hmm. and pokes and prods that should not be in a young adult section. Should not. Especially if they get that mating bond going. Right. Oh, shit. Right. <laughs> Oh, it's such a good book. I could just go on and on. I hope we did it justice because it is. There's just so much that happens in them. Yeah. I mean, it was seven. Was it six? This one was 600 pages. I think the next one's 700. Man, Lacey, you just knocking it out of the park with your picks because you also picked A Touch of Darkness, which was the only other five-star book. Oh, man. Well. That's all I have. Let me check my notes. Hold up. Oh, I do have one thing. My, my only complaint about A Court of Mist and Fury is the number of times they say vulgar gesture. Yeah. Uh, can you use another word? They're flipping each other off. We get it. Can you come up with a different thing? Yeah. They say it all the time. So I flipped him a vulgar gesture. He flipped, He shot me a vulgar gesture. Well, 
no, I'm done with that. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. So with some book news, there's a lot of new books coming out. Um, there's a new, there's a sequel to The Henna Artist that comes out June 22nd. The Henna Artist was an amazing book. You should read it. Riley Sager slash Sager, don't know how to say his name. His new book, Survive the Nights, coming out June 29th. Ooh. That one, I bet it's going to be good. Yep. There's a new Grady Grady Hendrix coming out July 13th. Mm-hmm. And there is a new book by Chandler Baker called The Husbands uh, that comes out on August 3rd. She is the author of The Whisper Network, which was a pretty good book. So just a little book news in there. Um, we're still reading The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Mm-hmm. We will talk about that episode next week. So send us your reviews, thoughts, questions, comments, suggestions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two bookworms one gmail.com or on Instagram at two bookworms one podcast. Do you do we need to talk about anything else? I don't think so. Oh, I'm just so excited to talk about talk about it with you because I wanted to talk about it when we were at the casino, but I couldn't because I yeah. Yeah, and now I just want to race through Addie LaRue so I can start. <laughs> but it's like a part of me wants to finish the series really fast, but then the other part of me is like, wants to string it out. It. Yeah. You can only read it for the first time once. Right. But it's so good. Oh my God. Right. And just a fair warning after Addie LaRue, we may be making every single book an episode so we can take our time to read it. <laughs> so that's a good idea. That is a very good idea. I am for that. <laughs> maybe instead of talky says every other week we'll just be Akatar. <laughs> good idea alright guys well that's all I got it's pretty late here so see you next week bye guys bye little say bye <sighs>